This episode of Hack Inc. is brought to you by Hackbook. Let's face it, you want to read a book, but you're too dumb to pick one out. Well, Hack can pick one out for you, because all we have is one. With Hackbook, you can read it whenever you want if someone isn't using it. Want to get it online? No problem. Just give me a few days to scan up the pages. Hackbook is easy and affordable at 17 euro a month subscription fee or 18 when you type in the code HACKISAGOD4420 at hackbook.com. Now, on with the show. Freemusic.com Hello there, the triumphant return of the Hack Inc. pod. We're hack, and we're Looney Tunes hack in action. I definitely said that one before. Um... Special thanks to Niall McGillicool for insisting we record a bunch in bulk to stick to a more regular schedule. We had a big lapse, but we have four in the can now, so here's hoping we can stick to something that will last a bit. Yes, I was just recording them week to week before. What of it? So, today on the podcast, we have the amazing Pie Guy Rules telling one of my favorite animation stories. And I think once you hear, you will agree it is the most hack story ever. Um, so good was my conversation with Pie Guy that it ran super long yet again, but in order to stick to an hour-long bullet of a pod, I decided to try something different and use our long-neglected Patreon page. Uh, later in the week, I'll release an extra bit of content where Pie Guy and I shoot the breeze about animation, and it was a really good conversation about The Simpsons, Bojack. Well, what else? The Simpsons, of course, it's always The Simpsons. Simpsons, Bojack, and the work of Gendy Tartakovsky. The lowest tier on the Patreon is two dollars. That translates to roughly two euro, right? Conversion, right? Makes sense, does it? I don't know. Anyways, I think the pod is worth about two euro, and also be worth two euro with all the bonus content that we're going to be uh, putting up there. Um, figure now what it is but it will definitely be audio stuff from the podcast uh and anybody who just wants to you know hear a more uh, conversational type thing oh why well, i'm not saying this at all but either way i think like i say podcast worth two euro as it stands hopefully we'll be able to pool enough of those two euros together to get an editor for some of these things or get i just give the thing to somebody else it takes a lot of time to edit these conversations surprisingly would you believe it takes a long time to edit hours of people talking together but there you go anyways i'm very pleased with the work we're doing and uh you know i think i'm liking the little chunk of the animation scene that we're carving out here uh, if you'll allow me to be immodest for a bit and why wouldn't you allow me to be modest it is my birthday today yes listener the 4th of november today is my birthday um and i'm in my pajamas recording this a little bit to stick at the start of the pod instead of eating cake and contemplating death uh, what devotion, what dedication, you say. Yes, I know. I, that's it. I knew what you were thinking. Um, what do you get the guy who has everything? That's also what you're thinking. Well, here's what. Open up a new window. Go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or whatever the fuck you listen to the podcast on. And like, subscribe. Give us the highest amount of stars. If you're too lazy to do that, then send it to a friend who might not know or retweet and share the podcast, even if they're not animation people. They might get a kick out of it. Somebody might see who's got a nephew and send it on to them. It all helps nephew. Why can't it be any number of, uh, you know, people who are associated with you? Nieces? Sisters? Hmm? I don't know. Is that more offensive to point that out or less? I want to try and get some more people listening and engaged and hopefully we can try and attract some more cool names to come on the pod. Notice I said more cool names. Every guest we've had has been fantastic and there are more to come. 
uh, people I want on, Nora Toomey and David O'Reilly respectively. I think we can achieve that by the end of next year with your help. Um, all right, enough blathering. On to the show with Pie Guy Rules. It was a very good chat. I hack you agree. Hmm? Hello and welcome to the Hack Inc. podcast. Um, Hakira, Hakira. Um, like Shakira, Shakira. This is Gareth Lyons and I'm joined today by, I don't know whether to go by your YouTube name or your real name. Which would you prefer? You can call me Pi or Pi Guy, whichever one. Okay, Pi Guy Rules. Do you go by the rules or is that rules? <laughs> That's yeah. usually like the formal thing. Like, like you yeah. just, you know. <laughs> You can call me Pie Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pie Guy. So it, this is Pie Guy, um, YouTuber and animation enthusiast. Would you would you safely call yourself that? Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't use such a fancy word, but well, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to step on the toes of your uh, well uh, made and resourced or researched uh, YouTube videos, but I, I'd love to. I think because we we had Joni Phillips on. Um, a f- um, a few months ago now, but she mentioned um Butch Hartman, and I think we kind of skipped over it a little <laughs> bit, and because a lot of people wouldn't really know who Butch Hartman is. I mean, my mm. first introduction, because like I, you know, but he created your childhood. Exactly. How could you not yes, know him? Exactly. He created your yeah. childhood. That was so good. Yeah. So yeah, I guess. Uh, crash course for those who might not be familiar with him himself butch hartman is um the creator of fairly odd parents but i think he started out on like johnny, cartoon network johnny bravo he? uh johnny was bravo his, it was yeah. his first high profile gig anyway yeah and which is ironic he, yeah it is and um and then he moved to i must must have moved to nickelodeon i guess and then he he did fairly odd parents and then he did danny phantom with steve marmel um, co-created who's steve marmel again uh steve marmel is a great human being who didn't fleece people out of money (laughs) uh but he is a guy who worked on some of the best episodes of the fairly odd parents and Mm. uh heavily worked on seasons one and two of of danny phantom before Mm. either quitting or being fired and then butch hartman ran season three of danny phantom which uh is the worst part of danny phantom okay (laughs) just just worth noting there (laughs) And then he had another show that he. I remember. Tough I remember puppy. this one. Is that the? What's the one? It's called like the. Oh yeah, tough puppies. Yeah, that, that's a different thing than I was thinking of. What's the one? And it's like the beast. Bunsen is a beast. Hudson is a beast. Good uh, Bud, Lord. Bunsen. Bunsen. Bunsen is a beast. Do you remember when? Um, I remember like because yeah. So I watched like Fairly Odd Parents, and I used to be, because we had like thing called Nicktoons over here, like a TV channel called Nicktoons TV or something. As did we. Um, Nicktoons Network, oh, okay. we called it. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Like, because usually over here, you know, like we had, instead of Comedy Central, we had like Paramount Comedy. Hmm. And then eventually it became Comedy Central. So now, like for the past at least 10 years, I think it's been Comedy Central, but it wasn't up until 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, yeah, I wasn't sure. We have we had a channel called, you tell me if this now is it, it's like, there was Cartoon Network and then there was Boomerang. Did you have Boomerang? Yep, we did. Yeah, okay, right. Well, then I guess it's not that different at all. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so and Nicktoons, I just ended up watching like 
repeats of uh, SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents just constantly. Um, and for, like to me, they almost seemed like the same sh- show. Not like isn't because I, I was you know young enough that I'd just be like, oh, these are this is cartoons, isn't it? They're funny. This is, and it's only as you get older that you realize that like. Oh, there was something in SpongeBob that isn't in Fairly Odd Parents. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it's a good show, but like it's it's just I think SpongeBob is way more self assured <laughs> in its weirdness than Fairly Odd Parents is. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean to give my admittedly biased perspective sure. on Butch's shows essentially, the Fairly Odd Parents was and um still is it, it does hold up the the earlier seasons um i watched mm. the halloween episode last year and that one's yeah the halloween fantastic. ones are good yeah um but the show went on for like 10 seasons uh mm. and including adding like a new female main character uh a new talking dog main character and a baby which Jesus are like Christ. you know that's that's three <laughs> levels of things that you probably don't want to do like really yeah. late in your show's run um and essentially, the show kind of became a parody of itself, not in self-aware way, but just in like there would always be these running gags in Fairly Odd Parents. But but like in the later seasons, it's like every five seconds, you got to hit the same running gag again and again. Mm. Osmo's stupid, Wanda's nag, Timmy's dad is wacky, uh, yeah. Crocker's nuts. Like so, the show went downhill pretty fast. Danny Phantom, as I said, um, most people aren't a fan of the third season and the way the show wrapped up. Uh, which was the Butch wrote the last episode in particular, and people hate the okay. last episode. Uh, Tough Puppy had a small but loyal fan base, but generally didn't catch on. And Budson as a Beast was just a complete flop. It lasted one season; yeah. nobody wanted it. Um, that was it, actually. When I remember that the the ad, I don't know where I came by this, but there was like an ad campaign for it, and so he like tried to get like, you know, all of them like the Fairly Odd Parents. The, ah, dog, the crossover yeah the crossover thing and it was just to be like you're good you love these guys you're gonna love bunsen is a beast and then even just l- the name i was like i don't think i'm gonna like bunsen is a beast <laughs> no no um and so then moving butch's career along uh he, yeah. he's a youtuber now yes just like me uh and <laughs> you know my, my theory again this is a complete theory uh, I think he just completely got kicked out of the entertainment industry um, mm. for probably bad personality. And also the fact that at this point, if you consider like Danny Phantom season two, the last good thing he did, uh, mm. we're talking like 2006, maybe yeah. we're, we're talking a good over 10 years since he's done anything that anyone um, that, that had mainstream appeal, I'll say, because yeah. Top Puppy has its fans. I don't mean to completely throw it under the bus, but um, basically and when you get into his personality, which, you know, we can go into, um, yeah. I think that he shopped, workshopped things around to Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, wherever, and couldn't make it. And so that's why he's on YouTube, because let's be real, if, if he is as successful and popular and in demand as he claims to be, why would he just be a YouTuber? You know what I mean? Mm. Right now, the, the series he's working on is a Hobby Kids series, which admittedly has a few million views, but it's a YouTube series. Um, I don't, I don't, you know, the jump, usually you want to jump from YouTube to the entertainment industry, jumping from Mm. the entertainment industry purely into YouTube is usually not a sign that someone is like still in demand. Yeah. I mean, especially coming off the back of like his, um, you know, his big push to try and set up this, this other network (laughs) thing as well, which is one of the, the just 
Yeah, so actually, I guess expand on that just a bit more. I don't know yeah. if I'm messing up the timeline, but he like left Nickelodeon and then he claimed that it was because he wanted to set up this thing, right? Oh, gosh. Well, okay. So let, first off, let me just say that this this all started a year and a half ago. So mm. if some a little details are a little off, it's just my poor memory. But um, yeah, sure. He was he was a YouTuber for a little bit uh, with a lot of really interesting thumbnails and titles and interesting content sure but you know he did that for a while and then yeah he basically made his like why i left nickelodeon video and then he kind of like used it as a lead-in to this like i'm working on a new network and he he talked about how like you know people don't like it when there's no accountability and when there's like a an executive up top and you don't know who's in charge and like he talks about which is all just wonderful in hindsight um and so we have the oaxis kickstarter uh, which is where it all began. So the page is still up. And basically you can see that it's about like five paragraphs and a video. There's no um, like charts of where the money goes. Because usually if you know anything about Kickstarters or any any crowdfunding, you want to have like, I don't know, maybe like a plan. Uh, and you want to make sure your fan, the, the people supporting you know that plan because like they're your investors. They're paying for this. Right. There's no reason to keep them in the dark unless you're a hack who doesn't know what they're, you're doing. Yeah. Um, no pun intended. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but basically he comes out with this thing and it, it, it's just a few paragraphs just saying, uh, I'm Butch Hartman. I created your childhood was his slogan, which rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, because like, you know, even if you love maybe two of his shows in your childhood, that's really arrogant to say. Like, he wasn't like, I entertained you in your childhood. He wasn't like, um, you know, I, whatever. It's like, I, like. He was I, a part of your childhood Yeah, or something. exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, I made characters you loved as a child. No, 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 no. I made your childhood. Um, but yeah, he comes out with this Kickstarter and it's just, it's completely bare bones. And at this point, um, I wasn't like against Butch, and a lot of people who made videos also weren't against Butch. It, it looked to, to, at first glance, it looked like, but you know, Butch is an older dude; he's in his fifties. Um, it looked like he might have just been out of touch, right? That that's that's what it seemed like, surely. And so I made a, a video, just kind of like riffing a little bit on on the page itself. But my general my general consensus was like, hey, dude, you should really add like charts explaining where the money is going to go you should add maybe like a plan like what's your phase one two and three you should give a little more details about why this needs to exist other than like um you know we're family oriented but instead of and instead of butch like updating this kickstarter page and adding a lot more detail instead he makes a three minute video three minutes dude three minutes okay addressing the most pressing concerns right um <laughs> it's the dumbest thing because basically the, the concerns were okay one who is a part of this is it just you butch because no, nowhere else on here does it say anyone other than butch uh and his wife julianne uh his answer to that is no we're gonna have more people that's his answer okay nice. uh question Any number elaboration <laughs> no no question number two you say you want family-friendly content. Is that going to be boring? If if every single thing has to be accessible to, to your yeah. two-year-old, does that mean boring? He's like, no, it doesn't mean boring content. That's that was the question. Yeah. He says no. <laughs> he doesn't say, 
oh, well, we'll, we're going to allow a little bit of mild violence because we feel like that's acceptable. No, he's just like, no, it's not going to be boring. What are you, crazy? It's like, believe in me. I'm Butch Hartman. You have to believe me. Um, It is so much like that. It's like one of those radio things. It was like, hey, you, and have you wanted to, you know, you know, um, have you ever wondered what goes in a radiator or something? It's like, no, no, I haven't. Like, he's just created these. Here are the three questions that people have been asking me. You're doing family stuff. And family stuff is always code for, like, we're going to exclude, you know, certain mm-hmm. people. And uh, he's just saying, are you doing family stuff? Which is the question people want to know. And then he just goes, and is it going to be boring? And then he just answers the second one. It's like, I, w- I wasn't interested in whether it was going to be boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. That wasn't the question I was going to ask. It was like, it was like, actually, I was going to ask, is your show going to be bad? No, it's not going to be bad. It's I, going I, to be great. You but know? he doesn't explain. It's yeah. like the explanation is what matters. And he doesn't update the page to even say this stuff. He just throws throws the video in the updates tag. The third thing he answered, by the way, the other pressing question was like, mm. hey, Butch, you know that if you want like a streaming service that competes with Netflix with your own original and acquired content, you're probably going to need a little more than 250000 right? Like, you know that. Yeah. Um, and his answer, his answer was... Oh, no, this is just startup money. This is just the beginning. Oh, my God. He's, he, says, he says that he knows it's going to take millions to make this dream come true. Jesus. He's aware this... that this is ridiculous, <laughs> but he he thinks that he can do it. Um, so, anyway, time goes on. Oh, and, and another uh, a thing is that he, the way he advertises Oaxis on his YouTube channel made it seem like like a lot of his fans on his YouTube channel want Danny Phantom to come back. They don't realize that he he has no ownership over Danny Phantom. Mm. It's all Nickelodeon. It's all up to Nickelodeon if they want to do it and if they want to have Butch back. Um, so there's a lot of fans that implicitly feel like like if they support and Butch has kind of strung him along. He hasn't promised anything, but he's always kind of like hinted at like, oh, there's more stories I want to tell with Danny yeah, Phantom. Yeah. So basically, the way people understood it is that like, okay, well, he's gonna he's an animator, right? So the streaming service is probably gonna be like animation, right? Like it's gonna be mm. towards me. He he kind of like pushed it in that way. Well, meanwhile, it comes out that Butch has been on uh, Daystar, this religious network. Yes, um, yes. He's been at religious, <laughs> like, these these seminars that he goes to. And now, to make it clear, Butch Hartman is a religious man. He's He has yeah. that, may, never hid this, right? I don't I don't think that anyone would accuse him of being deceptive about that. And there's absolutely He was newborn, wrong. though, wasn't he? Uh, or, sorry, born-again Christian, wasn't he? Correct, correct. And yeah. those tend to be a little more extreme. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's nothing wrong with whatever he wants to believe. However, when, when the only news outlets you're pushing the service on – Mm. are heavily religious news outlets right he didn't go on any any secular podcast or any anything else he only pushed it in those spheres uh in some of those seminars he talks about how like netflix is bad because they have nudity i'm I'm not even kidding (laughs) that's that's what he considers to just be like the the ruining of of american culture or whatever Um, all the nudity on nickelodeon that you know yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, um, but just you know, the way he talks about it to the investors and the way he talks about it to his fans are very different, or to the Christian audience, are yeah, very yeah. different. And when you combine that with the fact that he's vague and he uses buzzwords like family friendly, it starts to ask this question of: it, it, Is the reason why this is so vague is because you are trying to Trojan horse into mm-hmm. your your secular audience a Christian religious streaming service? It's uh, just like it's just like even like doesn't he say something within the video where he's like it was really weird where he was basically saying I can contr- I'm not like 
I might be paraphrasing or I might actually be getting a bang on the head but where he just goes like I can control them I can guide them I with you know we use well them. <laughs> <laughs> um in so many words and he, he did yeah. say in one of these things that it's not he's not looking to make it like strictly like readings of the bible like he did say right, that yeah, yeah but the thing is is that whether it, it's like yeah as a christian certainly he could make entertainment that that is sure, secular yeah. right and and inherently you know some of the parables in christianity are they're, they're not there's nothing that like an atheist or any other or jewish person or whoever would would have any like thing against but just the fact that mm. butch is not being forthright about something here right yeah um it's also it also came out um Oh goodness! I wish I could remember the name, but basically, uh, Butch is friends with like a lot of <laughs> uh, people like Lance Wallenew, who are like really big into like these all, doing all these seminars, talking about making your like your dream come true, and like basically one of these people is the founder of this like Mountains of Societal Influence, right? Mm. It's this it's this thing where um, basically like they see they see the world as pillars, right? There's business, there's media, there's government, there's education. And they as Christians want to control each and every one of them. Yeah. So and I've I've listened to some of Butch's uh, Facebook live streams, which him and his wife do not in like this is like a public thing. I'm not like doing any sort of weird digging or anything. You can this if you just search a... his name, it comes up. You're doing um, a real service, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he talks about wanting to not necessarily control, but wanting to kind of like gain influence over the pillar of media. And yes, from from yeah. from what I gather, and again, a lot of this is my editorializing. I don't yeah. want to, you know. So, but what I can gather is it seems like Butch believes that he, God gave him his talent to be an animator, and God gave <laughs> him a purpose. And yeah, his yeah. purpose, with the connections that he has and the skills that he has, is to control the pillar of media right to take it back yeah, for yeah. the christians um and that it's makes just... it uh, that makes it slightly less insidious than what because i was saying he was doing this apropos of nothing <laughs> but actually you're telling me that oh, no it's actually it's based on a religion that he prescribes to yeah, well... as in it comes from a tenant of a religion i was like okay that's 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 not as fucked up i mean it, it's, still... <laughs> it's not this isn't in the bible this is just yeah. what one of his yeah. buddies thinks about the world i don't know again it's yeah. i don't want to be too conspiratorial but yeah, the, exactly the, yeah. one of the problems about butch is that he is com anything but transparent you mm. like i made an awful sound with my mouth there um <laughs> but uh you know he, he the fact that he just didn't he just has such little information on his Kickstarter. Hmm. In his videos, he gives he gives not any information. In his updates, which we'll we get to, he just says we're doing meetings. He doesn't give any more specifics. There's something up here, and maybe it's not as insidious as he's creating a Christian. Maybe it's just yeah. as simple as this is a this is a, a dumb person who believes <laughs> that he can make a Netflix uh, <laughs> just because he made a few cartoons nice yeah <laughs> you know he, it could just be that i don't necessarily want to but like at this point it's it's i don't know it's not just ignorance because people told him and people warned him and butch's opinion on criticism is if you haven't done it you have no right to say anything which yeah. is big talk from a dude who has his only other experience in streaming i don't know if you know this i don't know if i mentioned it in any of my videos but he made mm. this thing called the noog network 
No, I'm not familiar with that. It's very it, like I don't know. Little little info is known, but basically, it's an app that makes a bunch of like very short, like one minute cartoons or whatever. And there's like a paywall behind it or whatever. But basic, so basically, it's like a, a an Oasis Mini that he made years ago and mm. flopped. Like if you look on their Twitter, uh, all their tweets have maybe one like on them. Um, to show their popularity. But basically, if you want to know how poorly he handled the last thing he did that was even slightly similar on a much smaller scale, <laughs> the Nuke yeah. Network is not available on Android phones. It is an oh app my. that is only available on iOS. Okay. That's uh... he, missed, he missed out on 50% of his possible... Who, how... <laughs> And and I mean and, that's the thing. The, sorry, just that the oh, the oh. idea that like as simply as just saying like, oh, you will just make an app, and it's kind of like, I it just boggles me that somebody the amount of confidence you'd have to have. Yeah. Like, Listen, we'll figure out how to create a multi-platform. Well, hey, <laughs> hang on. I haven't really got into the scope of Oaxis here. Just from okay. a, just from what he says in his initial thing, which is still up. Anyone can look at this. Uh. It is a 24-7 streaming entertainment platform with a mission to reconnect families and bring them together. This vision was carefully created with your family in mind. We have something for everyone. Sitcoms, drama series, animation, home and garden shows, reality shows, fitness, feature films, documentaries, plus, plus, a user upload feature. (laughs) Now, see, see, (laughs) anyone, anyone else, any human that is living on this planet instead of having their their ego in orbit would, (laughs) would look at this and say... Well, gee, maybe we should, I don't know, start small and then yeah. scale up. Do you think Netflix started, right, with, yeah. like, 50 original series? No! Yeah. Netflix yeah, started yeah. as a blockbuster. They didn't have original programming until yeah, Orange yeah. is the New Black. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? And you're going to give us home and garden shows. Where? Tell me, Butch, where is the – and I don't mean to actually talk to him. It's just it's just so <laughs> frustrating. I wish he would talk to people. Yeah. Um Where's the need for a home and garden show? Like, where's where he getting this? Yeah. A- any Anyone else would say, hey, Butch, how about you kickstart, like, one animated pro- program that you put on your website, and maybe you put it mm. behind a paywall or something. But you start there and grow out from that instead of just out of nowhere birthing this thing. Yeah. Um, Not to th- mention he – sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah, just – sorry. Just furthermore, I mean, you hinted yeah. at it earlier. There was a really big question – about like the religious affiliation not just for like sneaking in christian messages or whatever mm. gay people lgbt yeah. people people that a lot of christians certainly not all do not approve of yeah is butch going to be okay with them uploading videos to to his user upload <laughs> feature is he yeah. okay with them like you know interacting on forums or whatever they have right is yeah. that now some people would argue that family which is the one word that butch can't seem to stop saying is, mm. is as inclusive, you know, to, to some family is two dads, right? Yeah, yeah. But to other people, family-focused means old-time values where we yeah, don't sure. have that. So Butch yeah. needed to elaborate, and people asked him the question over and over again on the one stream he did right before Oaxis was ending. <laughs> did not answer. And honestly, <laughs> I'm not even saying – I won't – I kind of I, – I, I, 
on a personal level, I think he's probably not super yeah. cool with gay people. But it doesn't yeah. matter what he believes personally. What matters is Oaxus as a business. What does that believe? Right. Yeah, that is an important yeah. pressing ethical question that he needs to answer. I don't care what Butch Hartman himself believes, mm. but the business, which is Butch Hartman, needs yeah. to pick a side. And the thing is, I don't even know that he's uh, I think, honestly, if I'm being the most cynical, I'll say mm. that he has to answer the question because he knows that if he answers it, he'll lose a crowd. Exactly. He's pandering yeah. to the Christians on one side. He's pandering to his fan base, which are people, you know, in their in their 20s and earlier who are mm. much more progressive in terms of being yeah. accepting of people with different sexualities. He knows he'll lose a good amount of support if he answers it. So we just don't answer the question. Just why not? Just don't answer it. What could go wrong? Well, I think it, that's it as well. You, I, you might have mentioned it in your earlier videos as well, but he's leveraging the success of his previous shows to, you know, kind of hoodwink people into um, investing in this. And they might, they anyway, yeah, it, they could be, you know, LGBTQ. And I don't know. I mean, if somebody leaves Nickelodeon or claims they leave Nickelodeon and then sets up this thing where it's like, you know, oh, we're doing it for family values. And I was like, what family values were you unable to express on Nickelodeon? And then he you made, kind of... He made know. his male pregnant... He made his male fairy pregnant. I don't... Yeah. I, I, I mean... Yeah. So anyway... We, um. Oh. No, just we, we... I think... I think he's... We know what he's saying. Allegedly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so to skip forward a little bit... Yeah, yeah. Go on. Th like, the, like the day that this, this Kickstarter was coming to a close, he was still quite a bit off quite a few thousand i i, I don't mm. remember the exact number but it was it was over like ten thousand. it wasn't mm. like he needed a little bit and oh just miraculously like an hour before it ended he gets all, just all the rest of the money he needs and then some um mm. which yeah did he have backers already lined up just to kick it over the edge at the end after yeah. he's milked after he's milked the whole all you need to do is donate $99 and then we'll get there, right? Because if if the thing gets if the thing gets fully funded the first week, what is the incentive for people to go over, especially when there's no yeah. there's no Butch didn't give any incentives that like I mean he gave individual incentives, but no, you know, content based. Yeah. Um so he was probably maybe had some people holding back there. Who who knows? Again, don't want to be too conspiratorial, but that's I mean, very I'd suspicious. love to know what in the individual donations were so if we're going to get into i'll personally get conspiratorial <laughs> so only me gareth lyons um but i'm just saying that like let's say the average donation like you said something to the tune of like 99 you know so it's basically i like since since they made the thing like double that means that they already had like i don't know it's like 150 grand in the bag or something like that isn't that it wasn't it isn't it 250 that it came to in the end uh, 268. He no, he was trying to go for 250. So he didn't go oh, that much okay. over, but it still went over. So basically, according to Kickstarter, the breakdown is 64 backers came from Colorado Springs in the U.S. Um, uh, uh, 12 backers came from Phoenix, 48 from L.A. where he lives. Um, or actually, I don't know if he lives in L.A., but you know where he's got mm. connections. Um, yeah. So I don't know, but basically, it somehow got funded and. There was a lot of controversy. There, there were like other things that happened that kind of like hurt his credibility and weren't very yeah. nice. But I, I, we don't need to get into them. Um, sure. Yeah. But basically, like the drama or whatever was kind of reaching a peak, and so Butch did finally address it because he hadn't at all, aside from that YouTube mm. video, he had not addressed any concerns or, or acted in any way like there was like some sort of thing going on about him. Um, but basically, 
he leaves this handwritten note, right, which is as, like, manipulative as you can be, okay? Yeah. He can't just tweet it. No, no, no. It's got to be a personalized Butch Hartman note written on paper with a message that's, like, see-through in it. But just saying, like, guys, it's not a Christian service. I am so thankful for everyone who donated. I, I love you. You're all great people. We will talk more about Oaxis in the coming days. And you know what? It's been a year and a half, and he has wow. never tweeted anything about addressing any of the controversy or anything. Oh, he hardly is even there... tweets about Oaxis. Yeah, but that's the thing. Is, is there any actual movement on Oaxis or what's actually okay. happened to it? Well, so... The Oaxis website actually recently just was it on the website? I think it's on the web. There, there basically is a newsletter. Okay, mm. um, so let me pull it up because basically it's a website that like has them all archived. Yeah, Oaxis.tv/email. So there were a few small updates, um, like over December 2018, January 2019. Like there, there were some just like minor things where he just kind of kept saying like, "Oh, we're working hard." That's basically all mm. he said, and then. Basically, about a year after, a few months ago, a year after the Kickstarter started, we got something from Butch. You ready? Yes. You ready for what it is? It's I don't a, think so. It, it's a one-page website, uh, I believe made by Wix, I want to say. Oh, it's you not built joking. from the ground up. Nope. And, you know, I'll, I'll send this to you if you haven't seen this. Oh, um, yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, okay, so... There is no... There's one video on this thing. Okay, mm. um, but basically it's like there's all these paragraphs, right, that say the exactly the same nothing that he's been saying all along. <laughs> family friendly. That's what we're all about. Mm. We know there's a lot of choices out there and we're more than grateful to have you here. Like th that's the kind of thing that he says. Oh online, God. He's going to have online support 24-7, <laughs> 365. <laughs> okay. This is so weird. <laughs> so there's one 55-second video he made. In which he spells family wrong, by the way. <laughs> um, which features clips from movies that Butch has no legal right to own, right? Disney movies that they're not giving up. To, there's no way they're giving up to Butch Hartman. Um, and he didn't work on either. They're just examples of the kind of content he wants to make, oh including god. a clip from Elysium, which is an R rated movie. <laughs> oh my god. And then they had, what was it? They had Pursuit of Happiness there, yes! and Cheaper by the Dozen, yes! one or two. We the don't know. <laughs> thing that butch made he's got like a little tiny clip of his animation pilot that he made years ago before the, the funding we mm. got like a, a little thing from nuke network and we got him oh, flying man. like a superhero but otherwise we're coming back otherwise we're a year and a half on and we've seen approximately five seconds of butch hartman content right now no one expects right a streaming service to be up and running in a year okay no mm. i didn't I, i'm not saying like Oh, it's a year later. Where is it? He used to have it. But you would think that at at a certain point you'd have something, right? Maybe the maybe the website. Maybe if he just made the website, right? Because he claimed the two hundred fifty thousand was just for the website. Maybe at this point he should have a website built, and he up, maybe he should just upload his YouTube videos just as a sample, yeah, right? Yeah. Just as a test, so we know even what this stupid thing looks like. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nothing. You you ready to hear what his latest email has to say? No, yes, please tell me okay. more. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll actually I'll give you the September one because I okay, I, do, yeah. I tweeted I, I tweeted about this one. Um, I'm just gonna read this whole thing because it's not too long. Uh, yeah, go on. We are so blessed by your continued support. We love hearing all your wonderful, encouraging messages every month. So please keep sending them. 
as you know, we have a vision that will be birthed in italics. <laughs> Who talks like this? Other than, like, I, I just, I don't know. We are very determined, excited, driven, and focused on this vision every day. We do not let a day go by without doing something that moves us towards Oasis. Whether a phone call, an email, a Zoom meeting, in-person meeting, traveling to a meeting, <laughs> etc. We are so excited to tell you we have begun meetings with several individuals who have Jesus. very big names in the entertainment industry. I know what some may say. Who cares what they've done? Do they care about the vision of Oaxis? Hey, Butch, I'm just going to take a pause here. Um, everyone cares what they've done if you're recruiting them. I do yeah. not care that they believe in family because that means nothing. That means nothing. I care if they've done things that mean that they might actually help you deliver a final product. But I love how in his hypothetical, he assumes that we, the audience, yeah. don't asking, care what they've done. Asking all the wrong rhetorical questions. Uh, you know? <laughs> any person self-serving ones, you know. <laughs> any person or group we consider bringing onto the team has to have the same values we share at Oaxis. Um, I'll, I'll stop. I'll, I'll, I'll just. I'll skip. Where is it? Uh, oh no, it's in the next one. Okay. So that. But that's that's all the emails keep saying. We are in yeah. meetings. They don't tell <laughs> us, like, what are the meetings. Right? Yeah. I mean, I understand if they can't, like, you know, you're not going to say I'm in a meeting with George Lucas or whatever. Like, you you know, yeah, you yeah. can't say that. But you would think that maybe a year and a half on, Butch would have, Butch would be able to announce any mm. human being that isn't named Butch Hartman or Julianne Hartman that is working on Oaxis. No one. If you've been in calls all this time, dude, and you haven't signed a single person, you are an idiot. You are mm. beyond an idiot. Like, how could that possibly be? Uh, in an earlier email, by the way, he says that he's almost out of the funding money. He says it in a positive way. He doesn't say that. <laughs> but uh, let me see if I can find it. Is it the May one? Um, no, no, no. Let in me. A positive let me... way. Hey, good news. I've spent all your money. <laughs> um, let's see. No, let's that see. is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, it just – but he, he – you know – so the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars is is spent basically. At yeah, this point. yeah. Um. So now here here's from the latest email. All right, that just came out in October. Oh, get ready. Um. Find it here. Uh. Oh goodness. Let me read it. Um. If you know of anyone, or if you yourself would like to talk to us about investing. How much money? How much money you think? How much money you think, Gareth? Uh, oh God! Give me a sec. I actually want to guess this one. Um, it's either going to be an obscenely large amount of money, or it's going to be like such a ridiculously low amount of money that it'll be like, why are you doing this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. This is, a, this is okay. I'm gonna say twenty-five grand. One million dollars or more. No. Butch, buddy, buddy, you're you're sending out these emails, and you think you think some one of your followers is just like, oh yeah, Uncle Andy's got sixty six million just sitting around, and he loves family. Like, what are you on about? Who knows someone with over a million dollars that's going to invest in literal nothing? There's nothing to show. What? Well, I, I could be I okay no sorry I'm just really confused because like I don't I don't understand his motivation or what he's thinking or why he thinks he can get money but I thought that I saw recently that he'd put up like a really bad cartoon that was kind of educational uh I think of the hobby kids adventures ones 
That's the one. Yeah, I think so. I think. Oh yeah, that's. And it looks pretty much just like Fairly Odd Parents, except like with about a tenth of the budget. Yep. And yeah. I mean, I think, like it, it, it's made by Butch, but it's in collaboration with this other channel. So it's, I, it's yeah. not like he. I don't believe he owns it, and it's not yeah. like, like he can't put that on a wax unless he God. pays for the rights. Which like, it's just. So that's completely independent of Oaxis. Yeah, yeah. He's working Punches. on other things, which is like where... By the way, he's apparently worth like like $3 million, $6 million, something like that. Like he's mm. a- allegedly... That's what they say online. I don't believe it. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, basically the story of Butch Hartman is just that he is a guy who... Je- he, he, unless he's like the most genius scammer out there, which I don't believe that, but he's a guy who <laughs> has such a big ego and believes that he is on a divine quest from God that it doesn't matter that he has no experience. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter that after all this time he has nothing jacked yeah, yeah. to show us. None of it matters because this is this is his mission from God. So it's, it's so going good. to happen. It, his vision yeah. will be birthed. All right. And by the way, it's a sign of someone who is absolutely like. You know, certainly everything's going great when they tell you that this is still yeah, yeah, totally yeah. happening, you guys. Uh, God so, damn. Yeah. So you've got to basically spend... If, if you uh, put forward for his $250,000 Kickstarter, then you have uh, essentially paid for an automated email service that tells you everything's mm-hmm. great every now and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they tell you that they they keep... They're, they're in meetings. They're in meetings. Yeah. They're traveling to meetings. They're doing... They're on vacation, you know, like, like man, basically. Even when they go like, oh, we're in meetings, it's like, yeah, I'd hope so. You know? Like, yeah, <laughs> that means Netflix nothing. Going, that, you know? <laughs> that, there is not a word in any of these emails that means anything <laughs> to someone who actually cares about, like, it's just, it's it's yeah. boggling. It, it really is. It, it, <laughs> That is so good. What a tale. I mean, that's the, the, uh, the I mean, this is like, um, furthermore, actually, now that we mention it, this is from our, our first episode, which we aired in about, I think, January at some point. Okay. So this podcast hasn't been going too long. We are not even at a year. But, um, so, but we talked about Don Bluth, um, who I, I talked to you briefly about before we started the podcast. But Don Bluth himself, um, also joined the, long tradition of animators starting kickstarters that they never fulfill so let's see if there's been any movement on that i'm just gonna go working on dragon's lair right yeah he was um they back in 2015 they did a kickstarter the kickstarter wasn't going to reach its goal and then they realized that you know they could switch to indiegogo they switched to indiegogo so they could claim the thing they did a, a, a a a pushed up um, oh, actually, I think the reason it got kicked off the Kickstarter was because um, it broke the rules because they were they were actually looking for money to make a pitch package to send around, um, huh, huh. which, which oh, people which, were like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Just on that note, I should also point yeah. out that although in like the small print, which does mention that like the money is kick like startup money or whatever, the mm. Kickstarter still just says. He needs two hundred fifty thousand dollars for access, which is just a blatant lie because he needs a lot more money than that. So <laughs> clearly, I mean, anyway, like, no <laughs> needs a million if you have it lying around, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but and, and like, and what kind of? Okay, can I also ask, just like, what kind yeah. of project, right? Could like, he's asking for such a ridiculously large amount of money that there is no guarantee he will get that money, but the vision will also be birthed. So what is that telling me that you're going to, if you don't get the money, you're going to give me this really lame version of it. Like, 
I can still do it. I just really like a million. God, I mean, who couldn't use an extra million for their project, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, guys, I could easily do this uh, because I, but I just am really. <laughs> there's like, I don't know if you've heard of the podcast, Your Kickstarter Sucks. Have you heard that one? No, I haven't. Oh, you'd love it. You but I get, I get a gist. <laughs> yeah, but they just talk about these Kickstarters, but one of them that they found, they, they, they only did one of them because they were like, it'd be too mean otherwise because there's too many of these. But there's this guy and he's looking to start his like hip, his like his rap career, I think. Oh, no. And he's like, I'm, I've thought about it every which way and the only way I can conceive is if you all give me money so i can get a million dollars to start it like he was like i've just thought about it and this is the only way there's, there has <laughs> gotta there's gotta reach a saturation point with crowdfunding where just like at, at a certain point every single human that has ever done it is going to be yeah. screwed in some way or another so oh, no yeah, one does it because it's so often that the project either never gets delivered or it gets delivered in just like a terrible form that nobody wants exactly but also on top of that, like uh, one of the funnier things actually, um, well, sorry, um, I'd be repeating myself if I went into the tail again, but I, I'll just uh, give it um, abbreviate it, which is um, a lot of Kickstarters end up uh, pretty much full time um, fulfilling the rewards, which mm -hmm. is crazy, especially if it's a really big one, you know, and you have like a, a small kind of percentage or, you know, like let's say your, your lowest uh, donation is like a tenner and then that means that you get like a poster and a t-shirt or something it's like great now i gotta send out like a million of these just right because, you know yeah. and and a um, lot of a lot of them yeah. like i know mighty number no. nine for one um mm. they they also spend too much time doing their stretch goals because they yeah, yeah. they're riding the high of all their donations they want to get back to their fans it comes from a good place yeah. But then it's like you realize that, oh, crap, you're going to have to spend a good amount of development time on just doing yeah. this when it's like it's not needed, but you have to deliver on it, you know, because you promised yeah. it. Well, this is also kind of the fucked up thing about like uh, bigger ones because, you know, Kickstarter and um, Indiegogo. Indiegogo and GoFundMe. No, not GoFundMe. That's more for medical stuff. Mm -hmm. But like the all of those things. uh I mean, less so Indiegogo, but, you know, they kind of started out as, like, independent type things where you get, like, Kickstarter for your project and then, like, Veronica Mars goes on there and, like, <laughs> makes a bundle and then Mystery Science Theater. And now it's, like, everybody, you know, who's... Like, I think it was Zach Braff, and he, like, tried to raise money. He was like, I, I could get the money, but then I'd have to answer to the people who gave me the money. So but you I'm still gonna, do, guy! Yeah, exactly. It's just called normal people yeah. and not investors. You don't have to see him face-to-face. -face. That's the difference. Yeah, so, like, he just... So what ends up happening is, like, these kind of younger companies or people that don't have as much of a reach end up having to try and, you know, promise the moon and the stars, and then they kind of fall short of their goal or you know they they're already dubious to begin with in a cynical attempt to make money mm -hmm. but um but either way that's uh, you know it, that's the fraught nature of it that once there was probably like a noble kickstarter and now it's kind of like right they're f very few and far between mm -hmm. um but I, yeah sorry i'm just on to uh the indiegogo for dragon's lair so um caitlin mckay writes three months ago did anyone receive their autograph postcards yet I don't mean to sound impatient, but it has been a few years since oh. I put in my contribution and I want to frame the postcards once they arrive. I sent a message a while back and didn't get a response yet either. Um, so the, the Don and Gary um, have gotten back saying, please email us your current address um, at this email address and we will send it out ASAP. 
So she got a response, but that's only for the reward, not for the actual finished project, because everybody who's asking about that does not get a response. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's a shame. And a lot of it's this is definitely a lot of animators are doing it. Like I know Maxwell yeah. Adams has dead meat for one. Are you serious? Yeah, that was a few years ago. I don't he oh, did deliver fuck. on a short. I think maybe he didn't. I'm not sure. Um Yep. Yeah, no, everyone oh, everyone's doing it, but it just it you know, I I guess like Butch said in his video like he doesn't understand why executives need to exist basically like he says why can't the guy making the cartoons be in charge and it's like honestly look i i hate corporate executives Mm. at nickelodeon at what like i you know i think that they are in a lot of cases they make a lot of soulless decisions and no one there's no accountability yeah Um, but but you absolutely need business people who know what they're doing in a business sense i i love artists but you know you have the skills that you have you don't necessarily understand business, yeah, yeah. you know, and you don't necessarily want to be that person that handles no, the business exactly. side of it. You want yeah. to be the lovable creator that can do no wrong, that gets screwed over by those corporate greedy mm. monsters. You don't yeah, want to yeah. be, because, you know, hard decisions have to be made. And so basically that's why, Butch. That's why, because you don't know mm. what you're doing. <laughs> and it's also the energies that you exert on things. Yeah. Like he's kind of saying, like, wouldn't it be great? You know, like this is get all those executives out of here. That's what we're trying to create. And it was like they're literally like, I mean, there are some people who are completely surplus to requirement, obviously. There's <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly. There was another thing the uh, years and years ago it was on um Twitter. Um this guy I think he was like he wrote a sitcom for the BBC or like Channel Four or something. But he got really bitter about it. He was like, oh, and this, this producer stepped in and ruined the whole thing, this executive, blah, da, da. And then, um, like, the guys who wrote Peep Show, the guys who wrote Father Ted, like, all these people getting in underneath just going, like, well, our producer was completely indispensable, so I think you just had a bad go of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't be throwing all of them under the bus. But it's 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 like, it's like anything. It's like, you know, there are um people who facilitate the creativity and kind of deal with the the things that need to be dealt with like payroll and just making sure that everybody is paid for their labor you know mm-hmm. um and also that the that you know the thing is made under budget or you know you know at all if you know if we're talking about the case of oh, axios <laughs> but um um wait axios is that what it's called it's oh, called oh okay See, as Butch says, he wants an oasis for. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, what was the other word? Entertainment? No, that can't uh-huh. be right. An oasis. Oh, sorry, an oasis and an axis, because. No, <laughs> you're... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a word that you want to associate this with family so friendly. Good. Um, and that so he so combined funny. those words to make Oaxis, which, by the way, if you type <laughs> Oaxis, it's a it's a cell phone case company, and that's the oh first thing that comes God. up. So the dummy can't even get that right. He can't even pick a name that's going to come up first on Google. That is so good. <laughs> what a man. Um, please keep me abreast of everything that happens with that man. I just can't believe, like, every time I thought that I kind of had gotten all of the little nuggets out of it when you just said that thing there of like oh it's a combination between <laughs> axis and what did you say oasis oh my god 
like this this man just like you know for somebody who says oh we need to get all the, the meddling business people <laughs> out of it you sir he certainly seems to borrow a lot of language and kind uh-huh. of ethos from these fucking idiots do you know what i mean like yeah good lord mm-hmm. um yeah okay, no brilliant if, yeah if he ever does deliver on anything and i, I think he does know <laughs> in deep in his heart that whatever he knows the second he puts something out there it's gonna get torn to pieces because it's probably yeah, gonna be garbage yeah. um you know, I will certainly be making a video and covering that. And in the meantime, I'll be doing some snarky tweets over on at Rules. Oh, brilliant. So, yeah. And uh, when your YouTube channel, where, where, where's, what's that again? The, I don't know. The... Uh, yeah, Pygai Rules. Uh, P-I-E-G-U-Y-R-U-L-Z. I was a teenager when I made the name. I don't know what nice. to tell you. Um, yeah. But... Uh... We can't choose the YouTube personalities where, where we're to be forever. <laughs> My one was, what was it? I think my one's like, I mean, if I had to go back all over again and rename Hack, I w- wouldn't a heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I thought it'd be funny because I thought it would be like, because we, we got rejected from a bunch of film festivals and we were like, you know, fuck this, we'll make our own one and we'll kind of own it. We'll be like, we're hacks, you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, now, like, I was like, okay, Hackfest. And people were like, what, is it like computer hacking? or is No, it's not computer hacking. It's like you're a hack. okay (laughs) and then like there's another thing called hacking where it's like there was a a kind of uh, studio space that i had and they did they had like a hack space workshop which Mm. was for like you'd take a discarded phone and try to combine it with a keyboard or something like that you know like just meddling with stuff and i was like that's hacking as well and i was like (laughs) i was like it's not that either you know it's like Mm. hack and now it's like sounds so violent it's like hack you to pieces or something like that <laughs> so anyway i'm just like i really wish i had just chosen a completely different name but um but you know what you if you search if you search for pie guy rules with an r-u-l-z yeah. my name comes up everywhere there's no cell phone company that comes up before nice. me so exactly you know it yeah. might not be the best name but at least it's yeah. distinct check and mate hartman um okay so our last section is called uh, whistle while you work and we ask you what podcast or music are you listening to right now while you work or if you you know don't listen to them while you work then just when, what do you listen to what are you listening to okay um music wise i've been listening to the steven universe movie soundtrack quite a bit oh yeah oh god i heard that was very good mm-hmm. i haven't i haven't one of the things can i i just say as well i know i'm just like, again <laughs> rambling but one of the things i really like about like you know I, I haven't watched much steven universe but when i cracked it on for a bit obviously i love the variety of voices but then they had lisa hannigan doing a voice in it as well and that's it's just amazing to hear an irish voice that's not like not like this either this heightened diedly eye thing or like really like you know like just uh, just a kind of general irish voice i don't know what to tell you it's it's a very rewarding um thing i just really enjoyed that so yeah yeah it's um, okay I, f- I feel special anytime anyone references new jersey in a cartoon yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout outs to gravity falls um but you know i've been listening to that and uh podcast wise i listen to a lot of podcasts but the, the mm. one that i've been obsessed with is um called reply all it's a, oh, it's a yeah that's very well known podcast and it's about the internet and journalism and it's just if you like this sort of thing like like talking about the butch hartman situation mm. you know they they're actually professional journalists so they they know how to do that sort of thing but they they find all these quirky stories about online interactions and 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 make it like a 30 minute narrative out of it so check check out reply all 
That's cool. Um, for my Muzak, I think I'm going to say, um, yeah, where is this? Can't find the thing. Um, sorry, I'm going down through my Spotify thing and I thought I had the right list open in front of me, but I didn't. You're good, man. This is so humiliating. I'm just kidding. Oh, Lisa <laughs> Hannigan's Blue Diamond. Okay, I was trying to yes. think of who sounds Irish in, yeah. in Steven Universe, but right, right, yeah. She's, um, she's also in, I don't know if you've seen Song of the Sea. She does the voice of the um, the mother in Song of the Sea, but she just has that like super gentle voice. And oh god, she's. Do you know what? While I'm at it, why don't I just recommend for music Lisa Hannigan, <laughs> who does a um, cover of David Bowie's uh, "Oh You Pretty Things," Ooh. and it's a very haunting. It's very good. Um, so that's mine for that. As for podcast, I, I don't know. I'm kind of given up on the idea of uh, recommending podcasts <laughs> myself because just because I've First of all, they're so similar. Every single podcast I listen to is just some sort of like, you know, politics thing pretty much. Um, <laughs> I, I know you haven't heard it, but you could recommend my podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, my thing lately is I've been doing this podcast called The Recast. We have, we're reaching our 60th episode. Uh, we basically just kind of compare two things that are like an iteration on each other, like an original to a reboot or an episode to a sequel episode. And basically, we just talk all things cartoons with uh, me and my buddy Monsters Review. Well, that's my recommendation. So, um, <laughs> Thank you. And uh, and then my, yeah. So that was great. And really, thank you so much for uh, coming on and talking. This was a, a real thrill. I mean, like, again, <laughs> like the, the YouTube videos are amazing, which I highly recommend listening to as well. But like, even though we covered a lot of the stuff, but like, even like, even I thought like, oh, okay, I've watched the YouTube videos. I know all about it. And then you're sitting down telling me again. I was like, fucking <laughs> hell. Oh, I don't know. I was, I was, anyway, thank you so much for doing that. Um, so, and I guess you said it already, but just to, we'll, so we'll go out on this. Um, where can people find you if you want to be found? Pie Guy Rules, P-I-E-G-Y-R-U-L-Z. Just, okay. yeah, all my links will come up if you type that into Google. All right, and we're on uh, We Are Hack Inc. on most things, except for the SoundCloud, which is just Hack Inc. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you later. All right, bye-bye. Bye, guys. Wake up, you sleepy head. Put on some clothes, shake up your bed. Put another log on the fire for me I made some breakfast and coffee Look out my window, what do I see? A crack in the sky and a hand reaching down to me All the nightmares came today Looks as though they're here to stay What are we coming to? No room for me, no fun for you I think about a world to come Where the books were found by the golden ones Written in pain, written in awe By a puzzled man who questioned what we were here for All the strangers came today it Looks as though they're here to stay
Look at your children. 